Well, business owners on Eglinton are upset with uh, yesterday's news. We covered this uh, on the program yesterday, that the construction for the Eglinton Crosstown LRT will now not be finished for at least another year. It will not be finished for the September 2020 deadline that was expected. New estimates show that the project will be finished at some point in 2022. Nick Lampy is the chair of the York Eglinton BIA, and he joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Nick, good afternoon. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to hear me out. All right. Well, yeah, let's hear it. What are you hearing from small business owners in the area? Frustration, uh, concern, uh, which is a standard understanding. The biggest challenge we're having is, is that everybody who had thought that the light of the tunnel was going to be done, uh, it's, it's definitely taking a few steps away. Uh, big concern for membership, and again, our members of the BIA is, what's going to happen for the future and again being clear on the actual decision of 2022 when is it is it going to be three months or is it going to be 12 months what is it well you know that's what i was wondering aloud yesterday as we were talking about this there's 365 days last i checked in 2022 uh, should they have uh, at least picked a target date for everyone involved including business owners there I think I think yes, because that would have allowed people who are you know renewing their leases or considering to invest in the area, kind of gave them the understanding of where things are going to be. Uh, you know, it was 2020, then pushed to 2021. Now it's being pushed to 2022. So again, what's going on? Who's who's making decisions? Yeah, what are the estimates? Do you know when it comes to lost business for those in the area? Have you been able to put some sort of price tag on it? Uh, price tag, no, but I can tell you our membership of 200 businesses, we're approximately less than 50% right now, and that is a concern for us. Um, you know, right now, people in the area are just, you know, hand-to-mouth, and, and, and they're fighting. And the frustration, again, is, is that what's happening? Who's doing this? Like, why? And they're, they're reaching out to everyone right now. And we're encouraging our membership to connect with members of parliament, federal, and municipally, and telling the concerns and saying, you know, we want action. So we're encouraging at this at that point. That was my uh, next question. Have you heard it all from city politicians, uh, civic leaders when it comes to these concerns? Well, it's funny because today Michael had uh, made the announcement that says that he heard something has come from Queen's Park on that there will be some form of support. We're excited to hear that's what is being done. But again, there's no clarity or understanding of what that agreement is and what's going to be done. And, you know, who's it going to be for in favor of the membership, uh, the businesses or for the contractors? Yeah, have you heard any reason why, uh, again, you mentioned that this is the second delay and that this was supposed to be done a year ago and now it's going to be a 2022 at some point uh, again. Is there any sense of why amongst the membership that this is uh, happening that, that makes sense to anyone? Well, you know, everybody at this point right now has seen how how the project's been going and so forth like that. And we understand that, you know, there's always change of uh, arrangements. But the, the big hardship we're dealing with is the fact that whenever contractors or construction is coming in, they're not concerned of who they disrupt. And, you know, they, they say they're only going to take, you know, two two areas and now they're taking four areas. You know, the loss of parking, what's happening to us. And, yeah, there's a lot of people working on the LRT project, but those contractors or, you know, employees of the LRT are parking in areas that are taking away parking for consumers that want to shop in our area. That's the other bigger frustration. So I really don't know. It, it's it's something we're, we're looking forward to getting more clarity from 
upper management on the LRT project, whether it be crosslinks or Metrolinks. Yeah, and Nick, I think that this is a really useful and fruitful conversation uh, to be having because uh, certainly, uh, you know, the Eglinton area isn't the first and it won't be the last that gets disrupted and local businesses uh, disrupted by some sort of construction uh, project. And do you feel as if uh, the BIA and uh, the membership and businesses there, have they not been adequately consulted throughout all of this? Yes, they've been told that this is going to happen. Yes, they've been told it's going to be the, one of the biggest projects in Canada. Uh, yes, they told there's going to be a, a form of inconvenience. But at the end of the day, with understanding to this, they keep on hearing how there's going to be some kind of support programs or, or funding given to them to help them advertise or, or to support their business. But if I was really to disclose what those amounts were, I'll be honest with you, it was shocking. It's it's very minimal to how could be equally shared to all our membership of 200. So it's still something we're working with crosslinks to, to yeah because i think it would seem to most people and again just not uh, germane to your area but any sort of construction project uh, there's various stakeholders shareholders and certainly the local businesses or chief amongst those that are going to be impacted directly uh, the most and immediately and when it comes to even things that you're right like parking uh, are you consulted about that is there a, a plan in place that is equitable that, that works for everybody every stakeholder involved and yes, and it's not only parking, it's snow removal. It's it's having accessibility for those that are in need to walk down the street, the blind, the hearing impaired. There's a lot of uh, things that were not taken into consideration that, you know, businesses are, are worried when they have somebody who has mobility issues or wheel transit that has to come or even do a delivery to somebody who's on the second floor and he has to carry a 20-pound 20, 20 box where at one time he would park in front of their store, in front of the door and just walk up. He's now being told, no, he's going to walk a block and a half to get to that business. Those are frustrations to businesses. And again, those were never taken into consideration by the construction. So that's that's the ongoing. Yeah, Nick, just uh, finally, I think the old adage is uh, short-term pain for long-term gain. Uh, this is turning into long-term pain for, uh, do you still believe that there's a long-term gain there for uh, businesses? Or do you think that there's going to be very few left standing? I think the the, 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 the sadness is, is for me specifically is seeing a lot of family businesses that I grew up with in my area, specifically for my business that my dad has started since 1969, is not to see them there or say to them, please hold on, there's going to be there. It, it, it's, it's heartbreaking for me, especially because, again, we're seeing family businesses who said, you know, we just we can't afford it anymore to be there. So we're hoping that moving forward and seeing today or hearing today that there might be some type of form of compensation that would at least be a you know a free interest loan or uh, investment into their business through through some type of some type of opportunity it, it's 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 to be seen what's going to come we will continue to watch this with interest nick i really appreciate you taking the time for us this afternoon thank you for listening all right there's nick lampy the chair of the york eglinton bia Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.